You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Along with Mr. T, Nikki, and Kyrie, we're here until midnight. Then it's Sports Center all night on 98.7 ESPN. How was your Tuesday? It was hot. Not as hot as yesterday, but pretty hot. Pretty hot. Uh, but you know what? It's summer. That's the way it should be, right? And, uh, you know, if you hopefully, since a lot of you are not going out, you just enjoyed the air conditioning. Maybe you peeked outside for a little bit, but this is this is good anti-COVID weather, right? <laughs> this makes you want to stay inside, not go out, not talk to anybody, just stay inside the air conditioner with a nice cool drink and watch some movies and get ready for the baseball season. And that's where we kick off tonight here on um, ESPN New York Tonight. ESPN has put together a fascinating MLB season projections. And as you know, we're just two days away. Yankees Nationals, Thursday night. Dr. Anthony Fauci will officially throw out the first pitch. You can hear that game right here on 98.7 ESPN. As a matter of fact, it will follow Carlin. Yeah, the MLB returns this week, and your Bronx Bombers will kick things off on Thursday night at 7. Our own Chris Carlin invites you to join a live pregame discussion just before the teams take the field. He'll discuss the long-awaited return of baseball, the upcoming season, and even take questions from the audience. So get to your couch 15 minutes early and join Chris Carlin this Thursday night at 645 on Instagram Live at 987FM underscore ESPN New York. Brought to you by us here at 987ESPN. So make sure you make note of that. I'll remind you again before we say goodnight about Chris and having a chance to talk to him about the baseball season. But what's so fascinating to me were the ESPN.com projections. Okay, so listen. The Los Angeles Dodgers received 18 of the 32 votes to win the World Series. Yankees came in second with six. Yankees are the favorite to win the AL East with 21 votes. Minnesota led led the way in the AL Central with 24. (laughs) The Houston Astros, you remember them, received 17 votes in the AL West. And in the NL East, Atlanta receives 16 votes en route to the NL East title. Meanwhile, the Mets were only able to get four votes. Mets get no love again. Reds lead the way in the NL Central with 14 votes. Dodgers got all 32 votes in the NL West. For the wild cards, the National got Nationals got 12 votes. Mets got eight to lead the way. In the American League, the Rays got 21 and the Yankees got 10. There's a couple of other things I want to talk to you about there, but let's focus on that for a second. And it also will, you'll understand our Twitter question when I put it up, but I want to go through some preparation for you first because Otherwise, you'll just answer based on the teams. But I want you to go deeper than that. And you can go deeper than that when you call me at 1-800-919-3776. When you look at these season projections from ESPN and you hear, what's everybody talking about? Well, it's really Dodgers-Yankees, right? You look at those teams and those teams are best prepared. Now, I know there's a number of you who feel, and a couple of you called me, And you feel when you look at the Yankees and the way they are structured, they are structured to win for the long haul, right? They're a deep team. They're a team that's built to withstand injuries, which they did last season. They're a team that has a deep starting rotation, which has been anchored now by Garrett Cole. It's a team that has a deep bullpen, 
which you need. And obviously, with Aroldis Chapman suffering from the COVID-19 virus, you don't know when he comes back, but you have people who can take his place. So they're built for depth. They're built for the long haul. They are not necessarily a team that's built for a quick a quick start like this. Usually, the Yankees kind of get themselves going, right? You go back to what, the year that they set the record for wins. They had a losing record over the first couple games, <laughs> okay? Now, I'm not saying if you go 2-5, and five, you're going to be in trouble, but if you go 2-5, and if you go a little worse than that, you could have some issues. So a lot of Yankee fans are concerned that this team will get off to a slow start. If they do get off to the slow start, this could hurt them. If the Yankees leave their home run bats – in the preseason and come out and try to go swinging for the fences while the pitchers are still ahead. Because the pitchers are going to be ahead for the first week, I would say, of the season. And then I think, you know, the hitters will get their timing rolling and you'll start to see some of them catch up. And you're looking at your rotation and you know, okay, we're not going to have Masahiro Tanaka probably the first go around through the rotation. You're going to replace him. Maybe it's Debbie Garcia's. Garcia, maybe it's a couple of other people. And so you're not quite sure what's going to happen with that rotation and and the bullpen early. So there's some concern. You look at the Dodgers and the Dodgers are similar, but you look at them and you think, okay, they're going they could be even better with the idea that they're going to have a DH. So their hitter their pitchers are not going to hit at all. And that's something that's going to be different for the National League to have that all the time instead of just when you have uh, interleague play. So those are the teams that you would suspect right now. If you, if you went on any website in Vegas, I would think that those are your favorites to win it all. Dodgers, Yankees. And obviously, the Mets, as you see in this vote from us in our season projections, eh, you know, the... They're not even if the Mets make the postseason as a wild card, that's the best way they're going to get there. So when you when you as a fan of both of these teams assess what is a successful season for them, it's two different things, right? In a sense, when you're looking at the Yankees, it is like it's always. For the Yankees, it's always World Series a bust. It's always you got to win the championship. That's their mantra that they've had from the late George Steinbrenner, and it's continued. It's about winning titles. And if you don't win titles, it's not a success. Sometimes in covering the team, it, it was like a fault, right? You could be a great regular season team. You could be a team that, that went and got to game seven but lost and it was a lost season. So for the Yankees, I would think the only thing for a successful season for them would be a world championship. Are you guaranteed to win the world championship if you're the Yankees? Anything can happen. In a short season, somebody can come out of nowhere and surprise you. This is not your normal team sink to the level of, <laughs> of the personnel they have over a long period of time. Right, that you could get a team that you don't expect, and I'll hypothetically 
Tampa Bay has a very good chance of coming out of the East. I mean, let's be honest. They do. Do they have the all the talent the Yankees have? No. Not batter for batter. Not name for name. But in a short season, who's to say? What happens? So we know what's a successful season for the Yankees. But what is a successful season for the Mets? Is it the same world championship? Well, I don't know. Because nobody's expecting them to win the world championship. I mean, we know the Nationals are the defending World Series champions, and we know that they've had a lot of changes in their lineup. No Rendon. They've lost some everyday guys. They've lost some bench guys. The pitching, I think, is still stellar. And maybe pitching's enough. I mean, that's what we hear, right? That pitching is the wherewithal, especially in a short series. Well, think of this as a a bunch of short series. 60 games in 67 days. Who's to say that the Nationals, even though they're not that great on paper with their everyday lineup, who's to say they get hot and ride their pitching staff into the postseason? And you saw how good they can be. Look at Atlanta. Atlanta has taken some hits to their lineup, some hits to pitching. But listen, the young talent on that team is phenomenal. They're an outstanding young team. So I submit to you the what's a successful season for the Mets may be just getting to the postseason. And once you get to the postseason, hey, you know, it's house money, as they say. We can go as far as we can. Nobody expected us to get to the postseason. Although I think offensively, they have a chance to get a wild card spot. I do. Questions about the bullpen? Of course, we go through that every single night. We know there's questions about the bullpen. Questions about the depth of the starting rotation. Porcello, do we really know what we're getting from Rick Porcello? Uh, Steven Matz, is this the year that he goes back to what we saw when he first came up? So what is a successful season for the Mets? Obviously, if they were to find a way to get to the World Series, that would be a huge success. But that's not what you're thinking about with this team. That's not what you expect. That's not what you're hanging your hat on. You would be happy because with a bullpen like that, how how can you think that everything is going to be okay? That bullpen is not proven. You're hoping and wishing that the bullpen is successful. So that's where we go with our Twitter question tonight. At Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. The poll is very simple. Which team will have the most successful season? Not which team will have the most wins. Not which team will go further. Which team will have the most successful season? And you need to determine what is successful. If you're a Yankee fan, I would think it would be World Series or bust. If you're a Met fan, is it just is it being over 500? Is it having a shot at postseason play? What is it? You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. If you're a Yankee fan, you have to be pretty pumped up, right? You have been waiting for a number of years to find that ace in his prime to anchor the top of your bullpen. Now, I mean, look, you, you've you had teases, all right? You've had folks that you thought were going to be that way. You've had a number of 
opportunities to have those guys. You you you've seen oh Brian Cashman bring in Randy Johnson. You've seen uh him try to purchase other players from overseas. Kay Gawa comes to mind. You've wished and hoped were frustrated by other pitchers who went to other teams that you did not get a chance to get. And you were very close, very close because I still believe Luis Severino could be an ace, but you lost him for the year. So for you to have Garrett Cole, and to have him start against a Max Scherzer or any of the aces that you find in Major League Baseball. I can't wait to see Cole against DeGrom. But for you to have these type of this type of ace at the top of your rotation, you gotta feel excited. Because and and you'll appreciate it in a number of ways. You'll appreciate it clearly in the regular season because in the, in a lot of cases, that's the game where your bullpen gets the night off. <laughs> you can go nine. There's no question about it. Or, you you know, maybe you get your closer in for a one, you know, three-out save, and that's it. If you have a losing streak, you have to feel confident that you have a guy who is your stopper. That's the job of an ace. And his track record has been impeccable. I know it's only been exhibition. It's only been summer camp, but he's looked pretty good. And obviously we'll get a chance to see when it gets started for real on Thursday night. But that's got to be exciting because you could argue that in a number of different instances, that's been the difference in the Yankees having won maybe more than the one title they've won since 2009. You could argue that. That could be it. That an ace at the start. Clearly, last season, and the it was almost like you had an opener in the ALCS practically every game. <laughs> So that took a toll on your pitching staff. And that's the one downside to openers, right? That you bring in your whole staff. And if one guy is not feeling it, it could mess up the whole evening. And it changes your whole the bullpen lineup for the following game. You can lose a series if the opener doesn't go well. And listen, hats off to Tampa Bay because they had to do that. Hats off to the Rays. They knew they didn't have enough depth at starting rotation to compete. So they said, listen, on the fifth day, this is what we're doing. And it it worked for them. And since it worked for them, it gave the option to some other teams to think, well, you know what? We can do that too. (laughs) Thanks. Everything is not good for baseball, right? (laughs) Copycat is good. When it works, people people copy it. Everything is is not supposed to be copied. (laughs) So you get a little concerned about that. But nevertheless, that's what you're looking for if you're a Yankee fan. You, you've got that ace at the top of your rotation to set things up, and that's got to be a good feeling.
The Mets have that feeling because they have Jacob DeGrom at the top of their rotation. The difference is they have not always had the offensive support or the relieving the relievers to support what Jacob DeGrom has done. And so while he has been fortunate enough to win two Cy Young Awards, despite the fact that he, he's had eliminated, limited support offensively and depth with the bullpen, I'm just saying, it, it, it's got to make you, as a Yankee fan, as a Met fan, it, to have that ace at the top of your rotation, it's a lot of fun. Our Twitter poll question tonight at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Which team will have the most successful season, Mets or Yankees? And once again, I'm not talking about wins or losses, okay? I'm talking about what constitutes a successful season for your team. For the Yankees, I would think, from looking at the poll numbers, you folks think that your team is definitely winning the World Series. That They will have that most successful season because they're going to win the World Series. And for the Met fans, what is success to you? I, I really want to know, what is success? Is it a 500 record? Remember, I said it's not wins and losses. So what is it? Is it, is it hey, the bullpen's better and we got a shot? We, we got a chance with 10 games left to, to win the division? Is that makes it a successful season? Is it to get a wild card? Is that a successful season? What makes a successful season for the Mets and Yankees? Bruce is in Flushing. Hey, Bruce, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, Larry. Two points about the Yankees and one thing I need. I have to get off my chest. Okay. But first, on, first on the Yankees. I'm not looking, I'm not excited about Thursday. Now, if this was a regular opening day, and it's March, which in itself is crazy because I'm used to opening days in April, but that's besides the point. But if, if it was March or April, and I have 162 games to look forward to, then I'd be excited and looking forward to. But mm-hmm. Thursday, it's almost the end of July, beginning of August. I'll, I'll watch the Yankees. I may enjoy some of the, the games. But the anticipation is different than a regular opening day. Hmm. Okay. That's number one. Number two, as far as the Yankees being built for the long season rather than the short season 60-game stretch, I disagree in this aspect. Mm-hmm. The Yankees are so deep that if they, if they have an injury or – Somebody gets has, has gets the virus. Nine out of ten times, they can merely replace the injured party. Now, of course, if 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 uh, the, the number one pitcher goes down with injury, that's going to be a lot harder to replace. Mm-hmm. But even then, they have they have enough pitching depth, especially if Tanaka is healthy. If Cole goes down with injury with, with Tanaka and and the rest of that staff, they can absorb it a lot better. Mm-hmm. But but if, if, let's say if Stan goes down, well, I got Hendahar. Let's say if um, a shell goes down, well, I got Hendahar or or Gia or uh, Estrada. If the first baseman go, I got that. I think that the two people who will be difficult to replace would be um, Cole and Sanchez. 
Mm-hmm. And even then, if Sanchez went down, you have enough hitting that you probably could survive. How about Torres? Well, if Torres goes down, if Stan and, and Judge is, is, is still hitting, I still think you can absorb that loss. Okay. Defensively? You think Rosello could make it over there? Well, he's going to go out. Austin. Well, here's another thing. The Yankees are so deep, they can go out, and if they have to replace somebody, they can replace somebody. Yeah, true. Whether it be Lindor, hopefully, mm-hmm. or some another <laughs> shortstop, they can go out and get somebody because they're, they're that deep. Uh-huh. Okay. And let me get, I need to get something off my chest really Go bad. ahead. Go ahead. I was watching the news the last few days, and, and, and I've been seeing how regular people, everyday people, has to wait 8, 10 days, 12 days to get results of the test, mm-hmm. which in itself is ridiculous, but that's, that, that's what's a d- different point. Now, the NBA players, the NHL players, the NFL players, they get the results next day or 48 hours. There's something wrong with that. And then people are going to say, well, we need that to have sports. Well, I'm sorry. Is it rest of the American people second class citizens and just to have the athletes get the results so quickly just to have sports? Not saying let's not have sports. Now, to, to rectify that, my proposal would be NFL is what, a billion dollar organization? Mm-hmm. NBA is probably around that, maybe a little less, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Baseball. Mm-hmm. I would say that each team in their home state cut out, a, I don't know, $50 million, $60 million, whatever the, 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 the money they think is, is appropriate, and give it to the state coffers so they can have testing so that regular people can be just as important as the athletes. I hear what you're saying, Bruce, and it is a, it, it, it's a tough situation. Thanks for the phone call. And it speaks to the fact that leagues and teams are able to do things financially that – regular people like us can't do insurance wise because they have, they're getting specific tests from individual companies and it should be that way for everybody else. It should be that you could go and get a test and get the right test and have the results done right away. But I'll say this to you, Bruce, even sports is having an issue with that. Go back and listen to and speak to the folks in baseball, a couple of teams who had to cancel their, uh, their their summer camp because the test didn't come back and they didn't know what to do, whether to have the players play or not play. So even with them, sports folks who are, who have that situation and have that advantage, even that is not working as well as it should for them to have that advantage. But it's an interesting thought. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Mark is in Newark. Hey, Mark, you're next on 98.7. Larry, my brother, what's going on? What's happening, Mark? What's going on, partner? Oh, man, me in the window and this fan and my couch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. In, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Oh my goodness. Grace. I got it. Uh, a few things, bruh. Um let's see. Okay, so 
the baseball, the the, mm-hmm. the pole. I picked the Mets, of course. Of course. Um, and, and and as a little caveat, uh, you know, I got I got uh, so eloquently buzzed for um, when you read my my Let's Go Mets theory for thirty for thirty, but that's okay. See, because mm-hmm. because I have a, I have a. Uh, I have an answer for that. See, in 2015, I was talking to this radio host named J.J. Descrimps, and I told him, I said, you keep talking all this smack about the Mets because these are diehard Yankees. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I said, J.J., the Mets are going to the World Series, and we're going to win it. And he was like, you're delusional. <laughs> are you kidding me? And, and he, he buzzed me kind of similarly. Similarly, you know, he, I say that three times. What the buzz that I just got from here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's cool. See, because we went to the World Series, and I was, then I was yelling, "I'm sick and tired of almost." I won a championship. I was screaming from the rooftops. Yeah, Unfortunately, know. Kansas City had other ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but boy, what a ride, Larry! It was. It was a great ride. It was great. <laughs> Cespedes, Daniel Murphy. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Great pitching. It was a lot of fun. But, you know. I kept hearing him. Howie Rose kept saying over and over, Larry, was like, whenever Danny, whenever Danny hit a home run, Howie would say, and there it goes again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, man, so this year, you know, I don't know about the COVID uh how that's going to affect baseball, but mm-hmm. you know, I would love to see the Mets play. But 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 the other thing, a little bit more important to me, one of many other things, but I'll just leave it at this one, is that um, you know, it, it, the more that I, the more that I watch, and the more that I see, it, and the, the one main stickling point I have is just this the safety of the players. I just don't think. And and I don't mean to rain on my own parade, let alone you know, everybody else. I just really don't believe that. And then today I saw that 95 players in the NFL tested positive for COVID. And 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 the the, the, the bright light at the end of that tunnel, Larry, is that they they did mention on the news yesterday morning. It might have even been this morning. I slept late, but. Um, that they have this uh, vaccine that has been proven to work really well, and they're less like really uh, re- ready to ramp that thing up. And so, something like that happens, you know, whatever sport it is, uh, you know, good. But to be honest with you, this COVID is a monster, and it I is. think that it's just being taken too lightly for for. I you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a hospital worker, and, like, if we got to go, okay, because, you know, that's where the people that are that deal with this illness come to. But mm-hmm. for, the, for the sake of my entertainment or for the, or, or even for any other reason, that I think that sports really got to reconsider a lot of stuff until that vaccine or more safety uh, precautions, namely vaccine, but some kind of thing to fight it because it, it's it's a it's a monster act. It is, and just for the record, Mark, and since you brought it up um, on the NFL Players Association website, they have now updated the testing results to now dropping it to fifty nine players uh, league wide with known positive tests. Apparently, some of the other numbers were. Uh, attributed to members of the team, but not players like staff members or. 
you know, or front office people or, you know, other members of the team, but they weren't players. So that has now been uh, updated, just so you know. Well, that, that's good news, but... But still too many. <laughs> the thing, Larry, is that, like, it, if we knew the the uh, the speed with which this, this thing... Uh, travels from one to another that's that's where where the real unknown factor is because you don't know if one person affects one or if one person yeah. affects more than one at the same time that's i mean right. like it could, you know one person could you know cough and if there's four people around we don't know how fast and 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 what what method of, 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 of entry that this, this COVID has. We just don't, Larry. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, you know, on a positive note, um, if we have it, good, let's go Mets. If we don't have it, Larry, good, let's go human lives. That's it. That's a good way to end it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for checking in. 1-800-919-3776. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Trey. What's going on, Larry? Everything is good, man. What's happening? Uh, nah, man. Anytime you get to hear Mark, man, that's my brother right there. Man, anytime you get to hear Mark, man, it's always good, man. It's always Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Man, I hope he's staying safe out there, man, because he, he's one of them front liners, man. Yes, he out we there do. Day. And if yes, he's calling do. it a monster, Larry, it's a monster. It is, because he knows. <laughs> that man, he, he sees it every day. He sees that it. That man sees it every day. So, that's yeah, right. I think you know, Need to be listening to him. You know, as a healthcare professional, ladies and gentlemen, might want to listen. Right. Might That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. All right. So, you ready to go to work? Yes. All Always. Right, all right. First, let's take you to Armonk, New York. Okay. That's where we find the White Plains Hospital Medical and Wellness. The doctors and nurses continue to do a phenomenal job. The folks who cook the food continue to do a phenomenal job. Everybody there, their goal is very simple. Battle the COVID-19 virus, if you have it, to get you as well as possible so that you can, as quickly as possible, so that you can continue on. And listen, they are doing their thing, putting their lives on, on the line, seeing folks, but working as quickly as possible to keep those waiting rooms empty. You know what I'm saying, Trey? We don't want to go long waiting room. We want you to go in there, find out what you have. Here's what, here's how we deal with it and move on. And so uh, we wish them the continued success that they have. Sounds good, Larry. I second that, man. I mean, you know, we, how many, how many nights now, <laughs> you know, a number but, of nights and we're still rolling. Yeah. But uh, we still rolling. We still rolling. But yeah. fortunately, the the good work is being seen and is being seen yes. by the by the reduction in cases. Exactly. So that exactly. that's all that we're looking for here is that it's number to go line. down. Success. That's it. That's Success. all we want. And those are our warriors out there. So we want to shout them out tonight. And let them know we're thinking about them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to money earning. You ever been to money earning? Uh yeah, I've been up there. They I okay okay they I up there they I they I you know do a know. shout out. That's Mount the home. Of, that's the home of William Daughtry. You know. I absolutely please, Uncle Bill. That's the home of William Daughtry. Mr. Daughtry. Billy yes, D. Sir. 
Yes, sir. Or as my father nudges him in the pew on Sundays when he giving him to- when he giving him trouble about them cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> he go. loves ribbing my father, man. That's he right. loves. It. I know it. He I takes know. pride in it. They're they're, they're really it. good friends. He takes pride That's in right. it. That's funny. Um, so tonight we're gonna go to Montefiore Mount Vernon Hospital, Larry. They're doing great okay. work out there. And like That's you said, getting them in, getting them seen, getting them taken care of, getting them out because we got more people that need to be taken care of as well. So. I'm going to just shout them out, let them know we're thinking about them, man, and we really appreciate the sacrifice and hard work. Um, it's, it's it's big, you know what I'm saying? Like it's I huge. told you, Larry, this is, bigger, this is bigger than any sport, bigger than any presidential election. These, these, what these people do on a daily basis is, 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 is the most heroic thing ever. So Absolutely. we want to shout them out, let them know we're thinking about them tonight. Absolutely. Now, before you go into your, your other statement. Go ahead, go ahead. I want you to congratulate somebody with me. Okay. We have a new psychologist amongst our folks. Is that right? Yes, we do. Uh, Dr. Dr. Mahiri Williams. Okay. Wife of Kyrie Williams. Okay. Okay. I knew the name sounded familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. She a doctor now. Yeah, which okay. means that she be okay. practicing. So Kyrie going to be home a lot because she going to be opening up the, the, the you know the private office. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Get the folks right. in and whatnot. You know, he go he going to be taking Rorschach tests so she can get her practice down. All that stuff. All that stuff. Man, gonna, as long as he take care of the kids, man, it ain't be all right. The rap. Well, I ain't talking about with the raviolis either, man. God, don't be doing that, man. You better get in that kitchen and get right. You know, I ain't talking about the little canned raviolis. You know, no those no, they don't want none of that. They don't want none of that. Even though the kids love it, they don't want none of that. They gotta eat fresh. Yeah, and I know the doc would agree with me. There's no question. No, the doctor would agree with. Me. There's no question. The doc, the so doc, want things we, done right at home. Absolutely. And, and Kyrie gonna sit over there with the with the with the uh, with the flannel shirt on, man, and wear it for ten months, man. Get right, brother. Get because we because you gotta set the example for our new dad. That's right. And we haven't spoken about that. You haven't spoken about him yet, have we? Oh, the family's expanding, man. Come on. Yes, it is. Come on. The family's expanding. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It is. And and really quickly, Larry, just between me me and you, right? It's just me Uh and you, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. right, Uh right. That's a a future Nick fan right there. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, Larry, Larry, stop playing with me. It's already in the cards. We already good. You got the tie link on Saturday. We good. We good. You got no shot. (laughs) No, that. I know, I know. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm playing over here. You got I'm playing. No shot. You got uh, no shot. But she, hey, I will say, I will say, if it's a she boy, she gonna look so cute in that little Laker, little chili now fit. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming with my with my New York Nick chili now fit to throw right on top of it. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Good luck with that. He gonna let you near his yeah, job with no Laker, with no he, Nick paraphernalia. I ain't having it. I can see his face right now, like that. They never happened. No. I would lo- I would love I would love to see his face when you send the gift and they open it on Christmas morning. He didn't send it right back. He ain't even gonna open it. When he sees for me, he's gonna send it right back. He ain't gonna open that thing. Larry, but really quick, really quick. Yes. I know you're mm-hmm. up against it, Larry. Yeah. We all we yeah. all we do is have fun. But look, yep. it's it's gonna be the Yankees just because of what they just because of what they do, right? Mm-hmm. The Mets they look like the way they playing right now. It looks like they're gonna take some time to get going, man. Yeah. Kind of like that car in the wintertime. We ain't got yeah. time for that. You know, you got to get off to a fast start. The Yankees look like they're poised to start off fast. 
Yeah. So that's how I, I would answer the poll. But the, but don't count the Mets out, man. No, 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 you no. Can't. We're not doing that. You can't. The only person you count out is Jed Larry with that Stone Cold Steve Austin knee break. <laughs> Get him up out of here, Larry. What a joke. Again. Oh, Larry, what a joke. Are you kidding me? Every time you oh. turn around, he got a knee brace on. I know. He ain't never going to play for Larry. I'm done. I know. I'm done I with know. him. I can't. I, I can't. That was, you want to talk about Diaz and Kenobi in a bag? For, for oh. Brody, that's the worst thing Brody did right there was Jed yeah. Lowry. That's the worst yeah. thing he did. It's true. Franchise the looks right now. Larry, he better get right. You, you're right. You better. He better. He better. All right, my friend. We'll talk soon. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Also on Twitter, hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven FM. Start your day with us, Gordon Damer, tomorrow morning at six five a.m. five a.m. for Gordon. I'm trying to give him an hour off. No, no, no. Five a.m. Gordon Damer leading into Golick and Wingo. Their guests include Jeff Darlington, who will bring you an update on what's going on with the NFL and the NFL Players Association, especially when it comes to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Buster only. We'll talk baseball. Remember, you're two days away from the start of the baseball season right here on 98.7 ESPN with the Yankees and the Nationals. Heather Dinich, college football, questions, questions, questions. Ronnie Stanley, Ravens offensive tackle and NFL PA player rep. That's going to be good, as will Ryan Clark. A jam-packed edition of Golik and Wingo. Oh, by the way, programming note on DiPietro Canty and Rothenberg, Matt Viscursion will join the boys to talk a little baseball and also Rich Kleinman. He's been he's been making the rounds. Rich Kleiman, every time I, he's been on just about everybody's show. And Barton Hans got John Davidson, the Rangers president. We are jam-packed all day long on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.